0: This podcast is brought to you by ideate and execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise ideate massively valuable new products or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future radio show. My name's Chris Kalaboukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future, not necessarily those, and not necessarily in that order. It is show number 33. That's right, folks. It's a palindromic show number. 3333. <laughs> and uh, it is actually February 13th. Oh, I said it again! Oh! You know what I should do? I did this on my last show. I should have you guys keep me honest. If I ever say the word actually, I want you to tell me, or send me an email, I thinkfuture at gmail.com, and... If I say the word actually during a show, and you tell me exactly the moment I said it, just go to the, the uh time stamp of the show and tell me the moment I said it, then you win a prize. What prize should I give out? What prize should I give out? Something that's something that's uh painful to me, yet not too painful. Hmm. How much should I give out? Let's see. Um how about five bucks, okay? Five bucks. Ah, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but maybe I'll maybe I'll increase it if I don't get a lot of takers. So if you hear me say the word actually at any point during a show, and not, that one does not count, <laughs> I will you send me an email at thinkfuture at gmail.com, thinkfuture at gmail.com, and you tell me which show number and around what time I set it. And I will send you a check and or a PayPal for five bucks, right? It's easy money, easy money. All you have to do is listen to the show and listen for me to say that dang word, which I hate, starting now, boom. So today is February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. Now I'm not going to say, it's also Friday, February 13th, so those of you who uh, are superstitious, Stay away from ladders, black cats, etc. Or don't go to work or whatever. Whatever people who don't like the w- number 13 or Friday the 13th. People who don't like Friday the 13th. I don't even really know what people who are superstitious do on Friday the 13th. Do they just stay home under the covers all day? Do they just pull the covers up over their heads and go, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in bed all day long because I know something bad's going to happen to me today. What do superstitious to people do on February 13th? I have no idea. But I digress. I'm not talking about February 13th. I'm not talking about superstition. I'm talking about Valentine's Day. That's right, folks. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. And I'm sure that it's sort of like... It used to be that there was always a lot of pressure on men to do something about Valentine's Day. But I think the pressure is equalized now. I think the pressure is equal on both sides that... One of these things that has happened through the equalization of the sexes, equalization of the genders, is that now there's pressure on both sides to do something special for Valentine's Day. And my wife and I did not cele- are not going to celebrate Valentine's Day by going to a restaurant or getting flowers or chocolates or any of that stuff. We already did that. We did that a week ago, two weeks ago. Was it a week ago? Perhaps it was a week ago. A week ago, we went out to a very nice restaurant. We had a very nice meal. And of course, we had to pay for it later on because our trainer yelled at us because we gained weight after that meal. So Valentine's Day is usually about eating chocolates and or going out for a nice meal or getting flowers or whatever. And I don't know. I think it's so overrated. I think you end up spending way too much on, mu- on flowers. You end up spending way too much on dinner. You spend up way too much on... Um, chocolates and stuff like that, things that you shouldn't be eating anyway. But I digress. So we had our Valentine's Day last week. And week before that, I was in New York City. And something that's always fascinated me, I used to work at Yahoo, and for a while there we were doing some interesting work on uh, patenting ideas. So we would do things called targeted IP generation, where we would sort of think about specific problems that were out there in the world and try and address them and uh, we had this one researcher there who I work with who was very he was very intelligent and she said you know what if you look at human beings if you look at human beings and their requirements or their needs they have they're born they live they procreate they, they look for a mate and then they die there's like all of these core needs that human beings have. And if you do something that addresses those core needs, then you've got an amazing product. So we were thinking, okay, well, you can address the the birth market. So talk about moms and things like that. You can address the death market, which is a little bit morbid. But since everyone does die at this point, until, of course, we figure out some way to to immortalize ourselves, hopefully we can do something like that through the transhumanist movement or something like that. Um, Whatever happens in between is dating, mating and dating. So that is an interesting problem to solve. So we put our minds to it, and we came up with all sorts of interesting things. This was around the time that Yahoo Personals was still around, and we tried to come up with interesting solutions to help people meet up. Now, this was a while back. This was around 2007. So we came up with solutions that were mostly web-based. We didn't have a lot of things going on with uh, smartphones etc fast forward to today the problem is still there there's still plenty of people who find match.com eHarmony, all these dating sites wanting and then there's these vertical dating sites like christian mingles and libertarian singles and stuff like that i don't even know if it's called libertarian singles something like that where you have these vertical dating sites that are particular to a specific group but I'm not even sure if those really work too well. And now you have Tinder, which has turned the dating world completely upside down and really, really goes for the superficial, you know, how does this person look? Swipe, 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 swipe. Like him, don't like them, like them, don't like them, don't, like, don't like, don't like, don't like, don't like, don't like. Dating is broken. I mean, there's so many things that are broken, but considering it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, let's talk about dating. Dating is broken. So this is a great opportunity. For a startup to come in here and come up with a really, really good dating app. Because I think we're still having problems with Tinder. Now, I have a sneaking suspicion that one of the problems with Tinder is because, is all of the superficiality of it. And you get to a point where you just have so much choice. I mean, I read an article somewhere where it said that our entire culture is now being changed f- by something like Tinder. Because we always think, well, what's b- something has got to be something better than what I have now. Right, I mean, it's kind of like, that's how Tinder works. It presents to you an array of individuals who want to either sleep with you or date you. And you think to yourself, wow, look at all these people who are interested in sleeping with and or dating me. Do I, Am I really... Are they better than who I'm with right now? So it's thrown all sorts of... It's put so many choices in front of people that they probably have to say to themselves... Am I really with the best person? Have Am I settling? But I digress. I'm not going to talk about the cultural di- issues. I'm going to talk about startups. And I'm going to talk about how this is a perfect area in which to build a better dating app. There's got to be better ways. Now I'll tell you about an idea that we had when we were back in when I was back at Yahoo. And since it's patented by them, it's patented by, and I'm an inventor on the patent, you can't actually take this idea, but think about the permutations of this. Now, the idea was called Automated Friend Finder. And it doesn't necessarily work for dating, but it works for all sorts of things. And the point of the idea was that People have their public profile, right? They have the things that they put in their Facebook profile and or their Tinder profile and or their dating profile. They have these things that they reveal publicly to other people when they're dating. And these are things that they reveal publicly to other people when they're dating are not necessarily them. They are things that they would like to reveal to the other party. There's a whole other side to individuals that are not revealed those things are not revealed at all and they're only revealed after you start getting to know somebody face to face. So what this idea was to extract those things by running a little app in the background and this was around the time of Spoke and the Melinda virus where we had these applications that would sit on your desktop and they would harvest things on your, for, on your computer. So they would do a deep scan of your machine and then they would take the information on your machine and they would upload it to the cloud. So the idea was to have, if you were interested in dating somebody, you would download this thing to your computer and you would fire it up and then just let it sit. And it would harvest your information, the sites you visited, the things you did, the emails you wrote, all of these things. It would harvest all of this stuff and come up with a private profile of you as an actual person, not the you that you put on the dating site, not the you that says, I like long walks on the beach when you really hate sand between your toes but the you that's real or as real as can be uh, gleaned from what you do on your computer. And what it would do is it would take this private profile and it would upload it to the cloud and you wouldn't see the profile and the administrators on the site wouldn't see the profile, but your profile, your private profile would be matched with somebody else's private profile and then each of you would get a notification saying, hey, we matched somebody with you, but we wouldn't tell you how. We wouldn't tell you how you were matched. You'd have to try and figure it out. If you were matched, we'd send you notifications saying, Hey, you were matched with this person was matched with this person. If you want, you can get in touch. So there is some there is some secret underlying thing that matches you guys up, but none of that is revealed to either of you. And if you do decide to meet up or to connect, then maybe during the course of the conversation that you guys have with each other, some of that is revealed. So if you're a secret cosplayer and she's a secret cosplayer, maybe that'll come out when you start talking about, oh, Fantime- Con is coming up. Are you going? See what I'm saying? So this is a, uh, a friend-finding application that um, I came up with a, with a bunch of other people at Yahoo. Yahoo owns the patent for it. But you see what I'm saying? Is that we need more inventive and interesting ways to match people up. Because that is one thing that is probably not going to go away. Now, I hear that there are issues with uh, relationships happening in all sorts of countries. Japan's birth rate is going down. uh, People are are wondering if relationships are the same. And I think we need to step away. We need startups to step away from the superficiality of something like Tinder and move to something which has more of a deep connection. I think there was another app which didn't allow you to see the picture of the other person, unless you already connected on some other level. I mean, I like that idea. I mean, that's kind of the way uh, things went with my current wife. And I was able to connect with her on the deep level before I even saw her picture. So maybe that's a better way to go. Although I've heard from some people who are (laughs) dating that uh, they are not going to connect with anybody unless they see their picture first. And that's important. And when i was in new york and this is why I'm, i mentioned new york the other day met somebody uh we, we were um, sitting at this, uh guy i was with and was sitting at a bar drinking and he met uh, a woman who was there and we started talking about dating apps and and the perfect imperfectness of dating apps and the, the dependencies of tinder and all that stuff and i said well what, what would you find she was in her 20s well what do you find as good. Do you, are you happy with Tinder? And she goes, oh, I'm very unhappy with Tinder, but there's got to be a way for me to meet people who I bump into. And I said, Aren't you interested in meeting people who aren't you interested in meeting people who have the same interests as you, the same, you know, want the same things out of life as you? She goes, No, I just want to meet people in the same area. I just want to bump into people who are also single and are looking. Really, you know, you you you, you want to fall for the serendipity? And goes she goes, yeah, it's, you know, that's what's important to me. So I thought to myself, wow, I guess there is all sorts of people who who use all sorts of methodologies in order to find their mate. I mean, we've really moved a long way from the times when we had arranged marriages, and our parents basically said, okay, this is who you are going to marry. And uh, I know my parents; they wanted me to marry a Greek girl, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it because I didn't like any of the ones I'd ever met. Anyways, I digress. So have a great Valentine's Day tomorrow. Hopefully it won't end up in tears or in a breakup or crying or... Wait a minute, tears and crying are the same thing. And uh, if you're single, hopefully there will be a good... You find a good way of finding somebody if you're interested in finding somebody. And if you're thinking about it, dating is a great area to continue to build startups in because if you ask me, we have still not cracked that nut. There is still no perfect dating app. And judging by the research I've done over the last little while, there may not be a perfect dating app. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't keep on trying. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. Future.